Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Divinity Life Podcast. I pray that you guys are all doing well today and that this finds you standing strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Um, so I am here to uh, post um, the uh, or repost the prophetic word and dream that I received um, last year, February, concerning Marilyn Manson. And uh, I promise to uh, repost this in light of um, what's happening uh, regarding, you know, his his life right now. Um, just to update you guys also, because I preached on it um, at the end of February. Uh, there's a there's a video here. I'll I'll post the uh, the thumbnail for you um, where I had preached um, at Lifehouse Ministries. And, um, I also talked about this and went into a bit more depth about it in terms of what is happening now. Um, and, uh, yeah, but this, this, uh, was something that God gave to me last year, July, uh, 2020. I started having dreams. I started having, um, uh, like a, a messages coming to me concerning uh, Marilyn Manson, and I didn't know why. And so uh, I actually posted a podcast recording on it at that time. So the date on that recording is July 28th, 2020. Um, and that is, uh, you know, that is when I first started having the, um, you know, the prophetic messages concerning this man. And so uh, I had promised that I would repost this since I had preached about it. You know, I promised that I would repost the recording so that you guys could uh, could hear it and uh, you can compare it to what is happening. I believe God is doing something mighty in the area of uh, the people who have entangled themselves in the depths of darkness I believe that God is more than able. I know that he's more than able uh, to reach these people, to save these people. But he needs uh, those of us who would stand in the gap for them. And so, um, you know, I believe wholeheartedly in the Damascus Road experience that God can t- can turn Saul's into Paul's, you know, that God can uh, reach into the depths and bring up fresh uh, leaders to the forefront for his kingdom and for his glory's sake. I believe that with all my heart, it's biblical, it's scriptural. Uh, You see it in in the life of Apostle Paul, who was before called Saul of Tarsus. Um, You know, you see it in different uh, other people's lives that God has touched recently, bringing them out of atheism, bringing them out of Satanism, bringing them out of witchcraft and sorcery and from being warlocks and all kinds of satanic priests and all of that. If you look at the life of John Ramirez, it's another testimony. And so uh, I believe and I, I, I know that God is more than able uh, to save these people and that no one is beyond his reach. There's nothing too hard for the Lord. Um, if he could crack me, and I was a tough nut to crack, <laughs> you know, um, I was I was down there too in the depths. And um, you know, I believe if he can if he can change me, he can he can change anyone. If he can save and deliver 
uh, someone like Saul of Tarsus, <laughs> of course, he can save and deliver anyone. And we've seen proof of that. And so I don't, I'm not posting this for you to fear. I'm not posting this uh, to gain any kind of attention or recognition. I don't need any. I don't care about titles. I don't care about names. I don't care about likes, views, shares. I don't care about any of that. I'm posting this to display the glory of God because God is at work in this man's life. Something is happening. And the word that God gave me before his life went into this turmoil that it's in right now is proof that his hand is in this situation. And so uh, I just wanted to post this just to prove the word of the Lord. That's the only reason I'm posting it. You don't have to like the video. You don't have to subscribe to my channel. You don't have to share it. I'm not going to ask you to do any of that. It's just for the glory of God. Amen. It's only for the glory of God. And so um, I want you to know because a true prophet, when a prophet speaks, and I'm not glorifying myself here, but this is how you know the difference between a true prophet and a false prophet or an immature prophet. I'm not saying I'm mature. All I'm saying is that you know them by the fruit that they bear. The scripture says when a prophet speaks and his words come to pass or her word comes to pass, you know, then you know that the kingdom of God has come nigh unto you. Then you know that a true prophet excuse me, has been among you. And yes, the kingdom of God has come nigh unto you. Amen. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and play the recording. Uh, it's just a replay of the uh, podcast episode. You can catch it on my channel, Divinity Life Podcast. The title is called Sadistic, Repulsed or Ready. Amen. So I'm going to go ahead and play that for you now. And uh, God bless you all. And um, yeah, just be standing in the gap with me concerning these people um, that God has his hand on. Uh, I believe that they will that they can be saved. Amen. So God bless you and I will see you soon. Hey, guys. Um, hope y'all can hear me. OK, um, I'm in the car. And, uh, I am, um, driving here. I'm, I'm headed home and I just wanted to, uh, share something with you guys because I just came to realize something that's been happening to me for the past, um, week or so. And, um, you know, trying to wrap my head around the whole thing and, you know, trying to understand why I have been, um, you know, dwelling in cer these certain realms <laughs> of the spirit and, um, you know, why my focus and my attention has been called to such things, uh, that are so, um, repulsive, but, um, yeah, um, I was just, I just got off the phone with my sister and I was talking to her. Um, we were just talking about, you know, some of the events and stuff that were, that have been going on, um, you know, in the world and stuff like that. And, um, you know, what we're really up against. And I just put two and two together because personally, 
um, God has been laying specific people on my heart to pray for and uh, and having me to research these people and look into their lives. And um, and he's been uh, showing me things and dreams, um, you know, concerning these people also, you know, in a vision uh, concerning the this uh, these people. And there's one man in, in particular um, that God kept showing me, you know, for over a week now is Marilyn Manson. He kept showing me Marilyn Manson. And, you know, I'm like, okay, well, maybe the Lord wants me to, you know, to pray for him. And, and I didn't really know much about him. Um, and then when I looked him, looked him up and really took a good look, I was like, my God, you want me to pray for him, you know, but God was saying, yeah, you know, and, um, uh, and telling me why, telling me why and each time it's like each day he re, he unveils more and more to me about this man and about um how why and how he got entrapped in the depths of darkness that he is in and, if, and for those of you who don't know um he is a um a, a well it's more really more than a heavy metal uh uh music artist but it, it's i think they call it death metal now i don't know what they call it he's probably a uh you know a bunch of different of those genres but um you know he came up under the uh the era of uh ozzy osbourne and alice cooper and all of those so his his um his music is really marked or earmarked by those um you know, those artists and, um, you know, I'm not going to, you know, go into a whole lot there, um, about him per se, but it's, it is, it's, it's more than just about him. What God is showing me is it's more than just about him. It's about, um, it, it's, it's about, um, the people that are in that same, pit with him it, it it's about the people of that kind it is about people who because you see um this whole gothic uh era and all this stuff you know it, it stemmed out of it came out of somewhere it came out of somewhere and and, and it started really you know uh, to become popular uh back in the 70s uh early 70s and you know and uh 80s especially the gothic movement um, and I don't know, you know, if you, if any of you uh, remember that, but, um, this is something that, you know, has been sweeping through our nation for quite some time, but it's been, it's been kind of low key or just kind of pushed to the side or, you know, uh, eventually became kind of ignored because people don't want to deal with that. You know what I'm saying? And the church, especially, you know, we don't want to deal with that. You know what I mean? But people, um, that are trapped in that are not only, you know, uh, they, they don't, you know, dress goth and everything like that, you know, anymore. They walk around like normal looking people, just like us, you know, just like, um, uh, Marilyn Manson, you know, he, he, he wears suits now, you know what I'm saying? So it doesn't, it doesn't have the same appearance as it had back then. But I will say that, um, uh, you know, this, this spirit, is um you know he if well he himself is a uh is a, a a priest i believe in the um from what i read uh you know 
I don't know if this is still true about him, if this is current to date, but from what I read about him, that he's a, he's a priest in the, in the temple of, you know, Satan or Lucifer. And, um, you know, uh, it is, um, something that, you know, God does not want us to fear. He does. I'm not telling you this for the purpose for you to fear. And in fact, God is, God is showing us this stuff face to face because he wants the church to come out of the closet and start facing things, real things, you know, and, and real demons face to face and dealing with demons face to face, you know. So we can't be uh, we can't be scared of this stuff. We can't be scared of these people. God didn't give us the spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind. And you got to have all three of those in order to be able to. Uh, to deal with these spirits because these are these are people just like us they're human beings but they're possessed by demons and they're they are crying out for help but the demons don't want to let them go now these are the same when i was driving down the car uh down the street here you know i was remembering the dream and i had been telling my sister this dream that you know i had where i was with this man i was you know kicking it with this man, Marilyn Manson, like we was just buddies. And we got to talking and we got into a deep conversation, you know, and we started talking about our past. And um, yeah, my testimony, uh, you know, <laughs> is coming. I'm going to do an actual physical video on that for y'all because, you know, hey, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's, it's on the table. It's in the making. But um, we started talking about our past and, um, you know, I could tell when I started, like, when the Spirit of God in me was grabbing his heart. I could tell it. I could feel that. And when I grabbed his heart, he looked at me and he said, but I'm a sadistic masochist. And and I woke up from the dream. It was like, you know, the Spirit tried to, you know, tell me, kind of like, you know, the, um, you know, uh, in the Bible where, uh, who was that you know, Paul was preaching to? And he said, you almost persuaded me to be a Christian, King Agrippa. He said, you almost persuaded me. But, you know, that's 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 where this man was coming from. He was like, well, you're all you almost got me, but I'm a sadistic masochist. And I didn't know what a masochist was. I never, you know, heard of, of such a word until I came out of the dream. And when I came out of the dream, I couldn't even remember how to pronounce the word. All I remembered what that was that it started with the letter M. And so, you know, I'm in the bathroom, you know, washing my face, brushing my teeth and, you know, trying to remember this word, you know, and, um, and then I go back into my room and I go into prayer. And when I go into prayer, I'm asking, you know, God to, re to bring, asking, you know, the spirit to bring that word back to me because I didn't want it to escape. I knew it was a reason that God was showing me that or, or that, you know, that he told me that. And so, um. You know, I, I started um, praying and the Holy Ghost about midway through my prayer showed me this word like in big, bold letters across my mind, masochist and the pronounce pronunciation. And so I started typing it into, um, you know, into Google to try to get, you know, find out what I could learn about this word. And um, and I came across a, a, a psychiatrist page where it kind of broke the broke it down and you know the symptoms of it and you know kind of like uh showing the roots of that that it's actually a mental disorder that's what they you know they coin it but i know it's a demon i know it's a demon 
and um uh demons manifest them, themselves through through mental disorders mental disorder equals demon to me okay so um so but god is this this is a time where god is laying the axe to the root of the trees he's laying the axe to the root of the trees so we can deal with things at the root now why is god showing me this particular man let me tell you finish telling you this part and then i'll show you I'll, I'll tell you why uh the reason he told me just a few minutes ago on the road um, I didn't pulled over now, but just a few minutes ago, what the Lord told me, the reason why he's showing me this man or having me deal with this man or pray for this man. Um, when I looked up the word, uh, masochist, I, I started to realize and understand that it is a self-destructive spirit. It is a spirit that does not want anyone to help the person that it has possession of. Um, so the person will begin to do things to himself or herself that are that is self-destructive and it manifests in like uh, sexual, you know, um, sexual ways. But but uh, um, it's not just, you know, a lot a lot of people um, seem to uh, associate that word with sexual um, activities like uh, like, um, oh, gosh, what do they call it? Um you know, the bondage, the whips, the trains and all that stuff. I don't know what they call that stuff, but you know, that, that kind of thing, you know what I'm saying? The, uh, S and M or something like that, um, where they want pain. They don't just want pleasure during sex, but they want pain. Okay. They want pain. Now this is for grown folks. So, you know, if you, you know, Hey, <laughs> this is for grown, grown folks, adults only <laughs> No, you know, if the, close the, close your kids ears, unless you want them to be exposed to complete truth. Okay. Um, but, um, yeah, so, um, this spirit is beyond that. It's beyond sex, sexual, uh, pleasure through pain, but it also, um, uh, gravitates to pain so anything that is painful or dark or or you know depressive or sad or you know uh uh ugly that's what it grasps onto it tries to grasp onto that thing and the person actually thinks that they are becoming that thing so that they won't so they can be free from the fears of it but it's not the truth it's a it's a delusion it's a delusion and it's a spirit of confusion on them and so they think that you know um by becoming this thing and i'm saying this out of personal experience because i've been there um where i was you know i was tired of being afraid of darkness so i just became one with it okay so um so yeah um so they think that you know th that um that you know that is the way to to deal with it and and therefore you know if you try to bring them anything good or anything positive or if you try to show them anything that looks like love or acceptance or anything like that, they will reject it. They will reject it because it's a self-destructive spirit and they do things like cut themselves and all that kind of stuff. It's probably, you know, what them demons had uh, those pagans uh, doing back in the um in the Bible days, you know what I'm saying? And so, um, that's, that's probably, you know, where all this stuff started. I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure it is, um, from the worshiping those idols and stuff back there. Cause those idols are not just, you know, idols of stones and stuff like that. Those are, those things manifest as demons. That's demon worship. Devil worship is what it is. 
So God gives me the dream. I'm with this man. The man tells me he's a sadistic masochist. But then after I get the understanding of the word masochist, I look over there and see he his he titled one of his uh one of his videos or one of his songs, I'm not a masochist. And the Holy Ghost said, That's a lie. Because whatever the devil tells you, it's exactly the opposite. Ain't no truth in him. Ain't no truth in him. So it's so so he's telling you that he's not something. But I know the real truth because he told me in the dream that he was. You see what I'm saying? You see how God unveils things. See, the devil is always going to paint a picture. In other words, look, look at it this way. The devil is always going to show you something that is not what it's, what it looks like. He's going to show you one thing, but it has a different face on the flip side. That's the deception. So all of us out here running around like we in La La Land, oh, you know, because we got Jesus. Y'all, we got to wake up. We in La La Land, but Jesus want us to be uh, on our post. We're not watching. He said, watch and pray. He didn't say just pray. He said, watch and pray. See, that's our problem. <laughs> You know, we out here just like we on a playground somewhere. Oh, la, la, la. Well, I'm so happy I know Jesus. Well, praise the Lord that we know Jesus. Now let's become like Jesus because Jesus went down to hell and took the keys to death, hell and the grave. He wasn't scared either. So when I was driving down the road, I was like, Lord, why? You know, I, w I had been telling my sister. And I was like, Lord, why, um, why would you even have me, you know, praying for this man? Why are you giving me a dream about this man? And, you know, ex having me take the time to look at him in this way, like why? And, and, and God was like, because it's more than just about him. It's, it's, it's beyond him. He said, he said, this, these are the types of spirits that are running this country. These are the types of spirits that are ruling the country that you live in. If they're, they're ruling the nation that we live in. So these are the principalities, you know, that are, or excuse me, the the powers that are ruling our, our nation. But they're ruling from behind closed doors. Remember I told you before that they're like, um, there's demons in darkness who are, um, um, like puppeteers and you know they're pulling the strings but they're but they are hidden they're hidden figures in darkness but they're pulling the strings and so a lot of what we see going on and happening um you know is it's coming from somewhere unseen it's coming from somewhere unseen and you you probably like well Shelly yeah we know it's the devil yeah it is the devil but when we I'm saying this when we um uh, when we pray, you know, um, we have to know, we have to, it's important to learn your opponent, y'all. We have to learn our opponent. We have to size up uh, the competition because these same people, you know, 
they're going to come, they're going to come to us. You know what I'm saying? Like they, God is trying to actually, he's trying to deliver some and others, you know, um, I don't know. I don't, I, I honestly really don't know what God's plan is, but I know that many of them, they're, they're, they're coming from the dark side to the light and we're not going to believe that they're actually saved. And we're going to treat them like, like, like Saul when he became Paul, you know what I'm saying? But, but a lot of these people are going to have a conversion experience. They're going to have um, an experience with Jesus, with Jesus himself, you know, and, um, and their testimonies there, a lot of them are coming out and tell, telling their testimonies now. So it's not, it's not a surprise, you know, it shouldn't be a surprise to us, but you know, um, a lot of these people are coming over to the, to the kingdom side of things and God is going to use them as mighty warriors in the spirit to deliver many more souls, to deliver much people alive. Uh, because the why? Because the church been too weak. We weak. We religious. We hypocritical. We don't know how to fight. We blind. We dumb. You know. Oh, I hate to say it that way, but we act like we just don't know what we're doing sometimes. You know what I'm saying? And we got people out here that are truly, truly bound, and they and 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 the only way they can be free is if we sh if we really show them Jesus. And by the way, Jesus don't need our help. He really don't need our help at all. You know, he delivered, he delivered Saul on his way, on this, on the road to Damascus. That man was on his way to kill Christians right then. But, but it wasn't nobody there, but, but Jesus that appeared to him. So he didn't send a man to deliver him and lay hands on him and cast the devil out. He didn't. Jesus didn't, Jesus don't need nobody's help. It's a privilege to be able to serve him. It's a privilege that he would even show us these things to be used by him to help these people. And when God is showing showing us these demons and this stuff like this, y'all, you know, it's for the purpose of us being able to wage a good warfare. Because even, you know, even the Bible says that, you know, that the, it's foolish to try to... Um, to try to go to war and without counting up the cost. David even sized up, uh, sized up his opponent when he looked at, at the, at, uh, Goliath. He was like, who are you? He looked at him and he was like, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Well, how in the heck did he know it was an uncircumcised Philistine? But he looked at, at him and sized up his opponent. And, you know, and then he knew what to use to take him out. If you notice, he used five smooth stones and he and he popped that joker right in the middle of his forehead. Right where it counts the most and knocked him smooth out and then took his head off. That's what I'm talking about, y'all. We got to become warriors. These little, I'm sorry, but these little, you know, tea trickle prayers and stuff we be doing, man. We got to come on with the come on. Somebody needs to teach on prayer. I'm going to try. Many, many of us need to be teaching on prayer. We just got people out here praying and they don't know what they're doing. And we uncovered and, you know, all kind of stuff. And we then we get retaliated on and get hit left and right. You know, the devil come back and smack you upside the head because Jesus, I know. And Paul, I know. But who are you? And we ain't no punks. God didn't raise no punks. That's why he sent the children of Israel out there right into the tribe, right into the, uh, into the camp of their enemies and said, you better, you, you go over there and take their head off. 
you better whoop their butts and you take what you take what belongs to you. The kingdom suffered violent, but the violent take it by force. These souls belong to God. And everything they got belongs to the kingdom of God. The devil stole it. He stole it. Sitting up, they got money and all kind of stuff. God just got through telling us he's trying to give us the glory of the Gentiles. It belongs to God. But 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 what he's telling us is if you can get in the realm of the spirit and un untie these people, loose these people in the realm of the spirit and get them free in the spirit realm first, it will manifest in the natural. You're going to start to see more um, testimonies of people being delivered just because we're praying the right way in the spirit because we've learned to become a marksman in the spirit, like my sister said. A marksman who knows how to hit that target and and never miss, never miss the target. We got to become skilled at war. David had had soldiers. They were the Bible says they were mighty men of war. We we got to <laughs> this old Mickey Mouse. What are we doing, y'all? What are we doing? We, do we know what we're up against? Have we, have we sized up the competition? You know, nothing too hard for the Lord. We know. Yeah. But, but we, we say that, you know what I'm saying? Until, until, until we face to face with it. Do you not, not know that God is taking out Jezebel? This demon called Jezebel. Not just plaguing the church. She's plaguing the nations. She's plaguing the nation. She's killing prophets. She's killing the true prophets. And she got false prophets out here everywhere. Everywhere. And they're lying wonders. They're lying wonders. You know? But, you know, the thing about God is he wants our cooperation. He wants to work with us and through us. He's like, you know, y'all, <laughs> do you know who you are? You know, you're, you're, my, you're my sons and my daughters. And I gave this earth to you. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm, I, you got to learn how to fight. That's what he's saying. You got to learn how to fight. He took the children of Israel through the wilderness because they knew nothing of war. They didn't know how to fight. That's why he, t he told, he sent them right up against them tribes. He was like, you take out, you no, know, you're going to face them face to face. He said, be, be, be strong and very courageous. But many of us too scary. We too weak. Sitting up under this weak, watered-down stuff. We too weak. That's why we're not strong. But God is raising up mighty men of war, valiant men, and women. When I say men, I'm talking about women, too. We are the sons of God, all of us. The sons of God. And we got to know who we are and take authority in, in, in the spirit realm, you know, take authority over these demons and bind them. Bind them. That's what Jesus said. I gave you the keys to the kingdom, the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Now, what do you do with the keys? You got to use the keys.
He said, bind anything you want to bind on this earth. I'm going to bind it in heaven for you. And anything you loose on this earth, I'm going to loose it in heaven. You're going to see, a re you're going to see uh, what you, you're going to see what you did. I'm going to show you exactly what you did. But the problem is we're not doing it. It's not enough of us doing it. I'm going to say that because I know it's people out here doing it. But it's not enough of us doing it. And that's why the devil is winning. Look like he's winning. His end is destruction. But goodness, you know, <laughs> it, it, it we could hurry the thing up and just go on and, and, and take him out. If we could just, you know, get in, get in unity on, on, on something. If we could just get, get the same mind about this thing. You know, but, but a lot of us just walking around sleep. We we sleep. We blind. You know, we we don't realize that we're in a spiritual battle. And if I ask you, you know, are we in a spiritual battle? You'll say, yeah. But do you know how to fight in this battle? You'll say, yeah. But as soon as you open your mouth, you ain't got no power. All you was just you was just talking just words. Just words. Y'all, we, we got to get this together for real. For real, for real. You know, I know why Why God is showing me this man. And why he has me praying for this man. Yeah, the, the, one of his icons, um, one of his uh, icons, is that the right word? One of his, uh, uh, you know, idols or someone that he really looks up to is Alice Cooper. And Alice Cooper came out, you know, um, he's very, very old. I think he's in his seventies or eighties now. But when I was a, when I was a little girl, I used to watch Alice Cooper on the Wolfman Jack show on the, uh, the midnight special back in 1975, 76, somewhere off in there. I was, uh, I was just a little girl watching that. That was the only show that stayed on after midnight on TV. And you know, I remember Alice Cooper. Go look him up and look at some of his real old shows. You'll see what I'm talking about. Same thing Marilyn Manson do, you know. But, you know, he looks up to Alice Cooper. And guess what? God saved Alice Cooper. That man is a, is a, is a, he say he's a Christian. He, he's preaching the word, <laughs> you know. And Marilyn Manson was like, you know, that, uh, yeah, this is my, uh, my uh, therapist or something like that. You know what I'm saying? In one of his little interviews, he was like, you know, yeah, he, you know, he's my, he's the better side of me or something like that. But you know, this man is out here trying to get these people saved and stuff. But what I'm saying is that it's deeper than what's just what, what you see on the surface. These are the same sadistic masochistic spirits, these demons uh, of, of immorality and perversion and these demons of, um, I mean, these people go to devil church, you know, these are witches and warlocks and demons and stuff that, um, we don't see on the surface. We don't see every day, you know what I mean? But, but th this is what's hidden up under the surface. This is what is, um, behind the scenes of what we see on the forefront. What we, uh, this, this is the face behind the face of a lot of these politicians and a lot of these, um, celebrities and a lot of these, you know, industry, uh, giants, you know, and billionaires and stuff. These are the people who are running our country, y'all. They're running our country. They got enough money to, to run whatever they want to run. But what do the church got? Because we don't know how to fight. <laughs>
God say that stuff belonged to you just like it did in the Bible. Those tri that land and stuff that the them uh them uh tribes were occupying belonged to the children of God. They belonged to the children of Israel, those lands. But they had to go in and take the land. See, we gotta we gotta become a Joshua and Caleb generation. Where's Joshua and Caleb? They say we be we be well able to take the land. Them jokers was killers. They wasn't playing. Some of us got you know God uh, before God got a hold of us. You know we was out there in them streets and stuff, and we was willing to kill anybody. We was willing to do anything. You know what I'm saying um, for them streets. You know for them demons that was running us back then. And I'm I'm probably number one on the list. Number five at least on the list. <laughs> you know, because them jokers, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I understand the mentality. And then, you know, we come over here to, you know, to the God side, to the kingdom, and we become a bunch of punks and, and sissies. And <laughs> let me get off of here. I'm going to go and target and get me some. Um, I'm going to go and target and get me some uh, some <laughs> some meat to cook. Because I didn't ran out of meat at the house. I'm finna go in here and get some meat. And y'all, I'll talk to y'all next video. This video is going to be uh, my testimony. But I love y'all. But that's just something to think about. Just think about that. And meet me in prayer Sunday, uh, Saturday morning, 9 a.m. Meet me in prayer, y'all. Let's take these jokers out. I'm not talking about the people. Let's save the soul and, and, and kill these demons that's running this stuff there's more for us than there is against us. If God be for us, who can be against us? If God be for us, if God be pleased with us, who can be against us? Who? <laughs> All right. I'm going to talk to y'all later. Bye. Okay. I'm going to show you the power of God here. The Lord said to pray for Marilyn Manson. I called my sister. I said, we were coming together for prayer. And I said, um, well, today we're going to be praying for Marilyn Manson. And she was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know. And and when we got together and we started praying, uh, the spirit of God fell, didn't it? The spirit of God fell so strong. And I mean, we was oxen up in there. You know what I'm saying? We were treading up in there. And the word of the Lord that, that came was through the Holy Ghost because it's the Holy Ghost who prays for us and who prays through us because he knows the will of the Father. And he, and he said, put him in a trap that he can't get out of without me. Put him in a trap. And we began to pray, Lord, trap him on every side so he can't get out of it without me, without God. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, that was our prayer. And I mean, we didn't we pray? pray. The Holy Ghost was, was working. Yes. And, you know, I had uh, released the message about it. I'll, I'll repost the message so you guys can see. But I had re released the message about it uh, as an episode on my podcast. Because, you know, uh, people need to know that when, when, you know, sometimes I don't I don't always know what I'm saying or what, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say I, I, I got it, you know, all together. I always know what, what God is doing. I just, I hear and I do. I hear and I say, that's it. Amen. Simple. Amen. It ain't no deep pseudo spiritual nothing. Amen. You know, 
God is very simple. The gospel is, is simplicity. We the one who made it complicated. Uh, he was talking about who was answering questions to the interviewer and stuff, and, and and he was talking about the last song on his album. And the last song on his album was called um, uh, I Never Want to Play You Again. There's a lyric that keeps whining and, and you know, keeps playing like a broken record. That's the name of the, of the song. It's called Broken Needle. And in the last bar of the song, he's saying, I never want to play you again. I never want to play you again. He's saying it over and over and over. His voice sounds very demonic. Don't worry about that. We don't, we're we not scared of demons. No. So, so then, um, in an interview, he was asked about this song. He said, they said, what do you mean? What did you mean about that song? Why did you do that song like that? And he said, because I'm tired of being in a cycle of doing the same stupid things over and over. That's the definition of a, uh, that's the definition of insanity. I said, Lord, you working on this man, ain't you? But, you know, and I started rejoicing. I called my sister up. I said, hey, God is moving in Marilyn Manson, uh, in, in Marilyn Manson's heart. He's doing something to the man. He lost his parents. And he said, for the first time, I realized you know what? What uh, I, I was back in tune with my humanity. Wow. He began to realize that. Wait a minute! All this demonic stuff. I still need God. Yes. Yeah. I still need God. Mm -hmm. Although yeah. he didn't say it, he kept saying, "Well, you know, I'm not a religious person, but yeah. you know, I'm not too spiritual, but you know, okay." Wow. So months later, or this month. Rather, I'm sitting in my house, and the Lord said, "Look up, Marilyn Manson again." And I was like, "Lord, I don't feel because <laughs> you know some people are called to look into the darkness." Yeah. The Lord said to Ezekiel, "Watchmen, watchmen, what of the day? Night. What of the night? Night. If you're a prophetic person, you're called to look into darkness." And you cannot fear. Did not he take Ezekiel into the house of God and show him the darkness? Mm -hmm. He said, dig in that wall. Dig, dig, dig in that wall right there. They, he dug in the wall and he found a door. Mm -hmm. And all the lewdness and the uncleanness and the abominations that were going on behind that door. My God. In the house of God. In the house of God. In the house of God. And so, so, so uh, I looked him up, you know, I looked him up and the Lord said, uh, uh, I, I saw rather, I saw um, where this woman uh, had, had been building a case against him. She dated him back when she was 18 and he was in his 30s <laughs> and he had abused her sexually and emotionally in every other kind of way, you know. And and he and she was talking about the terror terrorizing things that he did to her. And so, you know, the cutting and the, you know, and the blood got, you know, biting and, and all that kind of the torture and stuff. And 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 she had posted on her Instagram, she said, The man that I have been uh the man that I have been speaking about all this time, she never she had never revealed his name until now. She said, the man that I had been speaking about all this time, uh, uh, who is responsible for the abuse that I suffered, is Marilyn Manson. You know, she said his name is Brian 
uh, Warren. That's that's his name. And and she, she said, uh, whom the world knows as Marilyn Manson. That's when all hell broke loose. Suddenly, others started coming out. You know, other women and men in Hollywood, in the music industry, in the mu- in the movie industry. You know, people started coming out the woodworks, posting saying, "Me too, uh, uh, me too, me too." I'm so glad you said it. You know what I'm saying? And so now he has all these cases building against him. He has barricaded himself in his house. He won't come out. He hired 24-hour security guards. The only person who comes in and out of his house is his attorneys. He's scared. He's trapped. He's trapped. He's trapped. And so now all these cases are building. And 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 then uh, the the uh, the county uh, sheriff's office. Of Los Angeles, where he lives, um, you know, started investigating these these charges, these you know these uh, these allegations against him. Now the FBI is involved. His record label dropped him. He was in two. Uh, he was in an HBO uh, a series called uh, the, the Sons of God or the Gods, something like that. And uh, and, and he was you know he was in that. Uh, that network dropped him. He was in another show. That ner- network dropped him. Everyone started dropping him. Suddenly, he's trapped on every side. He has nothing. He has nothing. He is trapped for sure. What am I saying? I'm saying that giants do fall. Amen. Yes. Giants do fall. Yes. Ask the lion. Yes. All right, guys. So there you have it. That is the dream and the uh, prophetic messages and the results from the time spent in prayer and intercession uh, so far regarding this man, Brian Warner, also known as Marilyn Manson. And uh, I, I need to make something very, very clear to you, though. I need to make something very clear to you before I let you go in case you didn't catch it uh, during the message Let me make it very clear to you that this video and these messages are not uh, designed to discredit or to shame or to bash this man in any way at all. We have to remember that the kingdom of God is redemptive in nature. I am an ambassador of Christ, which means I am an ambassador of heaven. I am a kingdom citizen. I'm a citizen of the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven, not the kingdom of darkness. So, you know, my heart concerning this man is a heart of love. I am coming from a place of love. I don't care how dirty, how filthy, how nasty, how bad off, you know, people may be. I desire to love everyone with the love of God because that's the nature of my heavenly father. And so, you know, I don't know if he would ever hear or see this video, but I want you to know that I love you. I want you to know that I'm praying for you, that you have someone out here or probably more than one person out here who is standing in the gap and praying for your soul. Amen. Praying for you, sincerely praying for for you from the heart of God. 
Amen. And I would love to see you set free. I would love to see you delivered. I would love to see you, you know, in the kingdom of God as a brother of mine. Amen. I would love to call you my brother. And so I needed to make that clear because, you know, these allegations against him, they are simply allegations. They are still allegations. Whether or not, you know, they are true or not, God knoweth and the Holy Ghost knows. I know what the Lord showed to me. I know what he said to me. And, you know, my uh, opinion on the matter doesn't matter. What matters is the soul of this man. Amen. What matters is the soul of the people, excuse me, the people that he also represents. The souls. That's what God is after. That's what God is after. God desires that all would be all would be saved and none would be lost. He desires true repentance from each and every one of us that we all return to the Father, that we all return to his love. Amen. Which is true love. You know, it, it is the true love. Let me say that because there's a false love out here and there are people out here that are masquerading uh, as sheep in wolves clothing. In other words, they are fake Christians. They are Christian Dior's. They are, you know, borderline believers. You know, they are not the sons and daughters of God and they are tearing down people like this. You know, they are condemning people like this and God has his hand on a people just like this, just like this, that he is going to replace you with for being fake. <laughs> He's going to replace you for being fake and raise these people up and put them in your position, the position that you would not play because you wanted to stay on the cruise ship instead of getting on the battleship. This is a war, a spiritual war that we are in and God needs snipers. He needs spiritual, uh, armed forces to step in and get the, get the job done to step in and get the job done. Amen. We are at war against the kingdom of darkness and the devil don't let his prisoners go. And we have to be the same way. We have to be the same way. Tenacious over these souls. Tenacious over the souls of men. God wants to see them delivered, set free, and restored. Amen. So that is, is, is my heart concerning uh, this, this man, this, this brother, Brian Warner. You know, I don't care where you've been. I don't care what you've done. I don't care how nasty, how filthy I've seen the videos. I've seen, I've seen, you know, most of the stuff now, you know, uh, that you've done and I don't care. <laughs> I've seen worse. I used to call myself the devil too. I don't care. I haven't done some of the things that you've done, but in my own way, I mean, dirt is dirt, right? Filth is filth, right? All right then. My heart for you is to see you saved and set free, to see you delivered, and to see you come into the knowledge of the truth about who God is as your father. Those people who represented him or claimed to represent him from your past, they were fake. They were fake. They were not the sons of God. 
You know, the ones that rejected you, the one, the ones that, that, that bullied you and abused you. Yeah. The ones that pushed you to the dark side, those people, those people. So, you know, you know, I love you with the love of the Lord. And that's all I have to say. That's all I have to say. I'm still praying for you, still praying for you. And not just me. I believe that there are others out here that God has praying uh, for you and for people like you. Amen. Uh, those that have been in the depths of darkness, you know, real ones. That's what God is looking for. Real ones, real ones. He's not, he's not intimidated by you burning the Bible. He's not intimidated by any of the, any of the, uh, antics, you know, that you've put on. He's not intimidated by any of that. He is God. <laughs> he is God. He is not intimidated by anything or anyone, especially Satan. He is not. He is not. And so that means nothing to him. <laughs> All it takes is one encounter with Christ Jesus. One encounter with Christ Jesus for a complete transformation in your life. One encounter. And, I, and that is what I pray for you, that you have that one encounter. May the Lord visit you. May the Lord visit you today in Jesus name. Amen. Also concerning the women that uh, are accusing him of this abuse, I, I'm also praying for them. I'm praying for them because their lives have been affected in some kind of way that made them cry out like this, you know, um, you know, some of them have, uh, entered into, into certain lifestyles, um, you know, because of these, uh, these things that have happened to them. Amen. Um, and, uh, so <clears throat> I'm praying for you as well, praying that, uh, that you would be healed and that you would, would, uh, not walk in bitterness, and not walk in unforgiveness. Don't let the enemy turn you into what he is. Okay, let me make that a little clearer. Don't let Satan turn you into what he is because he only uses people, but the people are not your enemy. The devil is your enemy. And so God wants to see you healed and set free and restored as well. And to come into the knowledge of the truth of who he is and a true understanding of why he even allows such things to take place in our lives. You know, we all, we are all on an individual journey and sometimes it takes certain things for some of us to get, to come into a clear understanding because we were headed in a, in a different direction. You know, to come into a clear understanding of the kingdom of God versus the kingdom of darkness. I'm just going to leave it right there. Have I been abused? Yes. Have I been molested? Yes. Have I been uh, uh, in the hands of a narcissist before? <laughs> yes. Multiple times, you know. Um, so I, I, I've suffered the same types of abuse. You can go and look at my testimony. You you'll see that it's on the channel, but you know, at the same time, God did not leave me in bitterness. He did not leave me there, you know, hurting either. He healed my heart. He healed my heart. He restored my life. You know, he delivered me from every demon that the enemy had left there. 
in my, in my, in my life. He delivered me from those demons so that the devil couldn't turn me into what he is. Now he is using me in, in his kingdom to, to push back this darkness and to cast out demons. That is what I do. And I do it with joy. I hate the devil, <laughs> you know, that I do it with joy. Amen. And so praying for you as well and, and, and praying for your healing women of God, because that's who I believe you are. And God wants to use you as well. He wants to use you as mighty women of valor in his kingdom. Amen. So glory to God. I hope you can hear that. You know, if you can't hear that, then I pray the Lord give you ears to hear what his spirit is saying unto you this day. Know that the kingdom of God has come nigh unto you this day in Jesus name. God bless you all. And I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.